Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. Don't mind the graphics. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire. I am the Philosopher King. The Ivory Tower. The Mad Scientist Mad. And I've got a perspective on things and I'm going to fix this video issue. Oh, you'll see. What, what are you talking yeah, about? What's wrong with the video? Great. It looks good. It looks good. I mean, I mean, I look, yeah. I look pretty centered. You can see half yeah. of me, so you're doing it was, Illuminati. It was perfectly you know I mean? fine before. People are going to think I'm part of the Illuminati. Perfectly fine. It's all good because the audio people don't care. The audio people don't care, bro. It's all good. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am the best there was, the best there is, and the best there is. Oh, sorry, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Here we are. To beat the man, you got to beat the man. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Uh, uh, give me a heck yeah. If you love stone cold, strong. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it either. Uh, I am the executioner of it. No, no, no. That's not it either. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Ebony Rampart, the people's champ, the people's choice, the master of disaster, the king of sting, the heat creator, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, a.k.a. the one, the Iron King, the strong one, is in Sukasa today, ladies and gentlemen. You ready to go today, bro? We're still fixing. We're still fixing. We're still fixing. Now, now, now look at me. <laughs> ah, it's so frustrating. You look good, bro. No, I, I am ready to go. You're dead I'm ready center. to go. I just you're want to be contrary center. to you right now because you're, you're dead center. You're dead sexy. Yeah, just shrink my head because first of all, my head's big enough already. Okay, my ego is ridiculous. Just bring it down. You got to calm this thing down. There you go. Move that. Move that sexy space over there. I like it. Now we got it rocking and rolling, man. Welcome to Possible Foolishness, ladies and gentlemen. We are unanimous kings, and you know what? We we've got perspectives on things, and we really want to kick some. Uh, how do I say that nicely? Some faces in today. We're gonna have a little bit of fun today, and uh, we got a lot of things going on, man. We want to talk about those rascally republicans today because i'll be real with you man i don't know i my, my anarchist uh, friend here the uh, ivory tower uh <laughs> i love that you're my anarchist yeah. friend now my anarchist friend ivory tower uh, we're, we're not too sold with the republicans i don't know i i, I what, what are your thoughts on these boys man what do you think um said so what do i think about the republicans yeah, just give them a thirty second because we'll we'll get uh, back to that because that's going to be the last part of our show. But you know, what, what what do you think about these fools, man? They're... I think that there's a few that um, that have their heads on straight and want to make a difference, but okay. are basically blocked at every turn by the majority of. True. Um, of scumbags who are, you know, of rhinos, you know, Republicans in name only. Yeah. Um, we, they're, 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 I don't, the party itself claims to be fiscally conservative, but is not in any way, shape or form. Um, they're, they're, they're big government light. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with you. I, my, 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 the thing is, I've said this for many years, and I saw a quote today that kind of encapsulated best. You know, like, remember when everyone figured out the wrestling was yeah. fake and like nobody cared, and people still like, you know, were like, wrestling, and I love wrestling. You know, we love wrestling. We talk about it all the time. 
I think people are starting to figure that out about politics. You know, it's like all the guys that are like, we're Republicans and we're super conservative and we're, you're not, you're not, man. You're, you're part of the satanic blood cult, Masonic, Luciferian, psychopaths like everybody else. You're just, you're just going the speed limit. You know, it just is what it is. You're just going the speed limit versus everybody else. So my, my faith in the Republican party is, uh, was definitely shaken because I'll be real, and I've, I've said this many times on the show, I voted for Obama twice because my offerings for the other side was Mitt Romney, the actual creator of Obamacare, and uh, John McCain, who literally made Obamacare happen. So you had the architect and the, uh, the, the man who put the nail in the coffin. So you had the architect and you had uh, Agent Smith. You know what I mean? Um that those were my two options, you know. Sure, a quick plug for the Matrix, yes. but uh, which is coming out very soon, December twenty second. I will see you there, Matt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 I'm very excited. But that those were my choices, you know. It, it is what it is. Thank God, you know, uh, sanctification happens, right? Justification happens when you get saved. Sanctification happens when you grow maturity in Christ. And I realize I can't vote for you know baby killers. I can't vote for the uh, Moloch, uh, you know, crowd. So we've grown beyond there. So. But here's what I want to say uh, in the opening, if I may. If, 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 if one king can speak to another king, because it's just you and me talking. It's just you and me, yeah. king. That's what we're doing right here. You know, JBN's jumping in on there. We got other people jumping in. Deep State's yeah. probably, you know, you know, skulking in the shadows somewhere. But the reality of the situation is this, man. Like, people love courage. They love mm -hmm. courage in hindsight. In hindsight, they don't like courage in the moment. Yeah. They despise it. it. Challenges. Them. They hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like the civil rights movement. In the moment, the Democrats hated that crap. <laughs> Let's get real. They didn't vote so hot for the uh, civil rights movement. They weren't big fans of Martin Luther King. As much as they want to rewrite history, they weren't about it. Now they love him. They love Martin Luther King now. Because they can use it and attach it to an agenda, right? Uh, same thing, you know. The, the Republican Party was started initially to end slavery, correct? <clears throat> At the time, those Democrats hated the idea of getting rid of slavery. Because they were all about that life, man. Come on. They loved that slavery. It was making money for them, man. Cotton gins and shucking, shucking and jiving all day in the South. They loved that. They don't like it anymore. They, they, they hated those Republicans at the time. Now they love that courage. Right? Uh, let me give you another example. Everybody was a feminist, right? I, I thought everybody was a feminist, right, in America? Oh, we're pro-feminist, sure. right? It really is strangely quiet when trannies start invading women's sports. Hmm. I mean... They're all for women, women empowerment. They keep throwing that, that same lie, 77 cents per oh, yeah. dollar. Women have it so bad in America. Over and over right? and over again. Even though 97% of job related Yeah, man. I mean, 97% of job-related deaths are men. 75% of suicides are men. Uh, what's uh, what's the custody for men in divorces? 10% of them actually get custody of their kids? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, it's crazy. But but listen, it's it is a man's world. <laughs> yeah. on paper 
nothing to reality. But these feminists are all about the, the oppression that's happening because men, these perceived domination of men. But then when men who dress up as girls show up in your sports, it's all good. When the women show up, <laughs> when the men show up dressed up as women, for big pro, big uh, what, what is who's the uh, the who's the trainee that's in charge of the the health department in America I can't right now? The name, but I yeah, four star admiral, first female, first 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 four star yeah. admiral female. I mean, in, right? Crickets. It's in a nothing crickets. core of the military. I mean, they're all still. Yeah, man, they're they're all me too, and so Cuomo gets you know busted doing some not so good things to women and they get real quiet crazy it, it, it's it's so mind-blowing how feminism works nowadays they're so oppressed men well, are so they evil, active, i mean but when actually jk rowling takes up, the feminist the actual feminist stance that you know men can't be yeah. women and when you do when you say that they can it diminishes what it means to be a woman when she, and she gets demonized bad. for it yeah, because feminism, mm -hmm. right? Right? But it is funny. But uh, the, the funniest one to me just was hilarious. Because, you know, people love courage. In hindsight, the courageous stance right now is standing up to the insanity that mediocre males are dominating women's sports right now. Case in point, here's another one. We talked about the one that happened in the Olympics, but let's talk about the one that's happening right now. Just so you know, the women's swimming records in the NCAA rec the NCAA level are getting smashed right now. Big time. Coming out of the Ivy League of all places, which is crazy because, you know, let's get real. Ivy League's not known for the super no. jocks, okay? <laughs> They're not known for the studs. <laughs> we ain't talking about big boy SEC football. We're not talking about the Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12 Conference of Champions. I totally ignored the Americans. Sorry, UCF and Cincinnati. But the reality of the situation is this. They're not known for the stud sports. I mean, how many national championships do you see rocking in the Ivy League? Now, do you see any? But to be fair, they have a. Have you seen you know, any? Huh? I mean, back <laughs> in the 30s, they won some national championships and stuff, okay, like 1930s, you, you know? Back when they were in those days. The back, only back, colleges. Back in those days. Yeah, back when they were the only ones. Um, but, you know, what's funny is there's a phenom at the University of Pennsylvania right now in the Ivy League just smashing women's records, beating women by 37 seconds in the pool. 37 seconds. Here's the problem, though, Matt. If you Matt. know swimming, you know that yeah. 37 one-hundredths of a second would be a massive lead, you know, lead uh, jump in time in a sprint, you know? So you're saying 37 seconds. 37 seconds, that's like yeah. lapping people. Mm -hmm. That's lapping people. Okay. The uh, female. What, 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 what uh, race University, was it? University of Pennsylvania. What? Huh? Mm, I'm not sure okay. what the race was. I'll be honest with you. I'd be lying to you if okay. I knew. But smashing records. But the problem is uh, Pam's a shim. <laughs> uh, this new athlete's got a little extra, extra, um, how do I say this? Testosterone, muscle mass, muscle strength, bone density, chromosome, Y chromosome, you know, all, all those things that happen to 
you know, help in athletic mm. endeavors. Because um, this swimmer was a dude for three years uh, as a college athlete and then uh, took some hormone blockers in the offseason. And now him's a she, mm. apparently. And she, Shiite is uh, going out and getting it done, just dominating. Just, just shimmed. I don't know the pronouns anymore. Sorry. Should we call it a uh, dominatrix? Tranny? Dominate. Dominatrix him, <laughs> him. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever you call him or yeah, whatever it is, just dominating right now. Now, here's the courageous stance. If you're a father, we happen to be father, fathers. And we happen to be fathers oh, yeah. of girls. That's true. If I'm doing an athletic endeavor and my daughter's mm -hmm. involved and a little boy puts on a tutu and a wig and dominates my little girls, I'm yeah. going to say something. I'm going to raise some cane, as they say. Refer reference to the Bible if you don't know what that story is. But I'm going to raise some cane. We're going to kick some butt. Because that's completely ridiculous and opposed to the idea of yeah. competition in sports. The reason Last we have separate we get gendered sports is because we want it to be a remotely fair competition. Fair? Dare I say equitable? Mm. Dare I say oh what what are the other what are the other buzzwords I can throw in there, right? But but let's get real, like where are the feminists at? Where's the Title IX girls? Where are all the people in a rage that Joanna Mann is dominating and swimming right now? Well, where, they're where all, is they're that? all pretending that they're where, okay where with Where are y'all at? That it's a brave and beautiful thing. Which is so, yeah. so much courage. But like we've said many times on this show, courage is not laying down mm -hmm. and taking it. Courage is doing something that you're afraid of to do, which is tell the truth in the face of all yes. this madness. You should, you would think that that courage would step up, right? Here, let me give you another example of courage, Maddie, Matt, another one. Give me another one. We'll, we'll leave Joanna man alone. Uh, right before we came on the show, the Senate, the mighty United States, Senate, August the body. senators, that sacred place. That's, According to uh, those, those one hundred members, yeah, the hundred members that help govern the mighty United States of America just voted down Joe Biden's vax mandates for wow. employers. That is brave. Brave it is so brave and miraculous. But but wait wait a minute what? wait a minute wait a minute. What's up? Every court, every federal court in America has been shooting that down over the last three days. So he couldn't do it anyways. Well, now I got to say that's brave and beautiful. <laughs> so that's like, okay, okay. You remember, you remember when um, Florida said piss off, we're not wearing masks yeah. anymore. And like then, you know, uh, who who was in charge at the time? It wasn't Trump. But then like a lot of the the, the magically all these people started being like, Oh yeah, well, 
uh, you're free. Or no, no, no. What was it in Florida? It was um, basically the uh, uh, basically said, "Hey, listen, we're opening up. Screw this. We're not closing down." You remember that it was like mm-hmm. May of last year. Okay, he's like, "Nah, we're not doing this crap." And then magically, all these these mayors were like enacting edicts, like you're released, you're, you're released to run your business again. It's like, really, mm-hmm. really, bro, you're, you're tough now. Oh, oh okay, wait, wait to lead yeah. from the front. You know what I mean? No, politicians do this all the time. They wait until they gotta they gotta feel the yeah. climate to make sure it's okay to do this. Just, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Before they pull the trigger. Uh. The epitome of bravery. But what a completely useless, dare I say, cuck-like move to vote down the mandates a day after all the courts shot them down already. What was the point? To look good. To look good, do it. Oh, yeah, there's an election yeah. coming up. There's there's an election coming up in, in, in yeah. less than a year. And... We got to look like we did mm-hmm. something <laughs> over the last two years. Oh, remember when I voted down that evil Biden mandate uh, four months after the fact and after the judges had already ruled it was unconstitutional? Yep. Because here's the thing that's crazy. Biden knew that these mandates wouldn't work. He knew they wouldn't. But by putting him out there, all of the super lefty big corporations, how many people got forced to get mandated and vaxxed mm-hmm. up? Because exactly here's what's insane. I've got a buddy. It was the point. And I've got a buddy who's in healthcare, and he fought it and 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 just got his vaccine last week. Mm-hmm. Because the timeline for getting this vax was coming up, and he would lose his job if he didn't get it done. A week too a week too soon or a week too late. It it's literally like have you ever seen the ending of the fog? You ever seen the movie The Fog by Stephen King? Uh, no, I actually haven't. Let me set the tone. Basically, fog comes to this store. There's monsters out there. You go in the fog, you're dead. You die. Mm-hmm. Okay, classic Stephen King. A brave group of people get in a car and they start driving, but wouldn't you know it? There's no gas in the truck. They get about a mile down the road and car breaks down and they're stuck in the fog and there are monsters everywhere in the fog and they can hear the snarling, the the spittle coming Mm. from the mouth. The monsters are closing in. My man's got a five shot revolver. And here's the problem, brother. Only six people in the car. So guess what he does? Instead of getting eaten by these monsters, he does the charitable thing and starts popping people off in the car. Subsequently, one of those people is his son. He feels that his son should get a bullet in the brain versus getting consumed by these monsters. And you hear bang, 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 bang. Takes the son out and awaits for the inevitable ending because the monsters are coming to kill him. And the next thing you hear is machine guns and everything. And the National Guard shows up and kills off all the monsters. And the pain and agony of the fact is if the dad would have waited for 
five more minutes, his son would still be there. Mm. And ladies and gentlemen, I just accurately described the Biden, the Biden vaccine mandate. They had no intention of this working. They wanted to be a shadowy fog with a bunch of monsters to scare you into submission and giving up. Until the reality set in that, guess what? This is massively unconstitutional and you cannot do this. But guess what? How many people died running into the fog? How many people died assuming the end was coming? Now, I'm not saying this vaccine is going to kill anybody. I would never prepare to say that myocarditis is incredibly high, especially in men by taking this vaccine. I would never say that. I would never say the the fertility is uh, for your children is at risk at all by this uh, this mandate. This, this never vaccine. Say that, like, I would supremely never. Supremely healthy athletes are falling out in the fields, like dropping yeah, the cross. Never say that. I would never tell you that you know this thing rewrites your DNA to the point where you're more susceptible to other diseases. And I would never tell you that most of the Delta variant deaths were from other vaccine vaccine people. Mm, I would never tell you that. Because at the end of the day, vaccines are safe and effective, so safe and effective that you cannot sue the government, your employer, or any of the people making these vaccines. And I think how many years does Pfizer have to wait to reveal the results of this? It's like 22 well, years requested, or something like that. They can request it. ridiculous. I think it was over like 50 years. <laughs> Oh, 50 years. Yeah, yeah. So Something 50 like years. I can't so remember after, exactly. After this long gone. Yeah, and after you got your 27th booster, it's all good. But yeah, well, uh, we wouldn't say any of that because that would be medical misinformation according to YouTube guidelines. So 100%. And we would never cite the Israel study. Uh, we'd never want to cite the Denmark study, the German study, or any other study that's out there uh, that, you know, is horrible for kids, for kids especially. But here's the thing. All I'm saying is this. That was never the intention because you've said this so eloquently, Ivory Tower. This is the managed destruction of America. Okay, We are managing our own destruction. It's crazy. It's just it is what it is. But what's funny is the the funniest part about the story is the courage after the fact, the courage after the fact. It's amazing to me. It's like uh, what's in the Hobbit? Who's the who's the slimy Gollum? dude? Who is the uh, the underling that shows oh, up? Grima Wormtongue. Um, yes, is it was it that guy or is it, who's the guy that um, he was the one trying to uh, oh, freaking? It. So I'm going to butcher okay, so the story. He was um, the one whispering the, the city that's on the lake. No, oh, I'm not talking ta- about it. Okay, you're talking about I'm in talking about- uh, the actual Hobbit. Yes, the okay. actual Hobbit, the city on the lake that gets burnt by smog. Yeah. But um, they all get off the, uh, they all get off the, the 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 city. They're all on the side, and then all of a sudden, the guy who wanted to kill the dude who shoots smog is like, "Oh, I was with you the whole time. Yeah. I was with you the whole time, bro. I, I'm with you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And th- what's amazing is this: is people are so dumb that these senators will go out and Republicans alike. And, and I'm, and I'm bashing the Republicans mm-hmm. on this too. Where were you at four months ago when you knew that this was going to be happening and people were going to have to get vax mandates and people's jobs were being threatened for the stupidity. You had to wait for courts to step up and do your job. So, which begs the, the next question before I get into the real deal, 
What does the Senate do anymore, Matt? What do they do? They, what they do is they write bills that del- that that uh, transfer legislative power to the ABC <coughs> agencies of the federal government, really of the executive branch, that are unelected bureaucrats that answer to nobody. So the thereby um, eliminating the so-called power of the people from being a threat to their huh. agenda. Interesting. Well, which part of the Constitution gives them that power? Um, it doesn't give them that power, but it also doesn't expressly not give them that power. The, the, the power to make the agency gotcha. doesn't exist, right? Oh. Well, I just was looking for the place where the CIA was made by the founding yeah, exactly. fathers. So the, the, the alphabet agencies the, the, the shouldn't agency exist. That... They're not constitutional. Oh, yeah. 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 But, but I thought the FBI was right there with George Washington. No. When, this, when no, they, they you sure know, beat weren't. the Brits. Um, IRS? I mean, we've been collecting taxes from mm-hmm. Jump, correct? Well, maybe property taxes. But definitely not income tax. Uh, um, interesting. And the hey, income you know tax the, was supposed you know to be the, uh, temporary, uh, too. Yeah. So. I found that out this week. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. But hey, courage after mm-hmm. the fact. Courage after the fact, man. That's what we are. We are courage after yep. the fact. Yep, yep. You know, once because there's going to be a point, it's going to get so ridiculous with trainees. It, we'll never have this conversation again in sports. Yeah. We won't. We won't. It'll get so absurd at some point with this mandate stuff that guess what? And, and it's already lost its steam a long sure. time ago. I mean, the vaccine mandate died in August when people were falling from planes in Afghanistan. That, it was no, dead. I mean, it's no. dead on arrival. There are still people who, like your friend and and another of our <coughs> mutual friends, who's who still have to deal with the aftermath of this crap. You know the 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 sure. businesses who you know have that authoritarian straight running through them, and so you know whether or not it's been you know um struck as unconstitutional on a governmental level still think that it's their right to you know and yeah. you know that argument can be made uh to a certain extent it, it does it does give but it gives our friends in that dire strait more ammunition to sue the living piss out of them if they try that i though. think so yeah just I think saying so. yeah i just just saying but what i'm trying to say and i agree with you i think that you're still going to have to deal with the disney's that just made all their employees get vaxxed up like think about that all the disney employees right now are vaxxed up to the to the t well imagine now they, they never had to do that in the first place yeah. does that make sense because florida never made it that was a federal deal so this gets blown up now now you're sitting there like well wait a minute why did i get a jab if i didn't mm-hmm. need to why well, and I just read from somebody today. For? I don't know if it's true. I haven't verified it, but that Disney has pulled back from that from the mandate. Well, yeah. they have to. They have to now. So now all if, these people who force got forced to. Yeah. It seems I would be pissed. Which, I would be really pissed. But that was but the, I was, that was the plan but, the whole time. The, on, you know I mean? on that end, also, I was never going to let them force me. So. That's true. It's true. And, and listen, and listen, I get it, man. People, you know, people livelihood and so on and so forth. But yeah, man, 
it's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know, man. Well, that brings us to our uh, question. I, I think I trust God a little bit more. You know, like we were talking about the FBI and all that stuff. We've been talking about sure. vaccine mandates. You know, we have we have a new vaccine for children five to eleven. Um, you know, we're, we're, there's you know um, they're, they're recommending they're recommending three shots for Omicron yeah. that yeah, no one's died article. from. By the way. Well, that, that, that's, that's no, one, what, no one's that, died. No, that's not Fauci doing that. That's the CEO of another of you know. But 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 yeah. think about this. Who who's running the show right yeah. now? The CEOs of these these vax places are running the show. But so that, that that's what I'm saying is like to well, your they've point, done it's like the science. So they've done the science <laughs> for the representative of the science, you know, the, the the living embodiment of science, Dr. Fauci. Is that like when the scientists said that smoking wasn't addictive? Do you remember that? Yeah. Or when um big, big Big, big tobacco said when, uh, when, no, when the scientists, uh, uh, you know, discovered that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, no, wait, sorry, sorry. Stop. That was, um, you're, you're, you're... uh, it's a, it's a synonym for scientists, it's uh, marketers. Marketers, yeah, got it. <laughs> hey, four to five doctors recommend, uh, uh, a crest, yeah. you know what I mean. But uh, no, I mean it, it's so. Here, here's what's going on. Like, I, I, I'm calling people to courage. Like, courage means that you're in the face of this. Okay, this show's been courageous from jump. Okay, back in February 2020, 2020, check the record, check the score. We were coming out against this ridiculousness that is Rona. Now, praise God, Omicron has just really destroyed this whole narrative. Okay, like people are like at this point, like. Really? Stop. Just stop. We're done. We're done. Now, in New York and California, they're tripling down. Sorry, you don't really live in America. You live in <laughs> the communist states of New York and California, but everywhere else, it's crazy. You know, like, no, nobody cares. Like, when's when's the last time... I, I can't even think about this, man. Like, when's the last time you really saw a bunch of masked up people in Florida? Like, straight up. Disney, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But since we've hit the lowest cases in the country, um, you know, that's even gone away. Was my understanding. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, it's, it's hilarious. I could but, say my workplace, but I can't talk about that. I'm not allowed. No, whoa, 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 whoa! Can't yeah. go that far, bro. Well, Re reel it in, man. Yeah, Reel it in. No, don't worry. Don't worry. But uh, no, I mean, I still want to feed my family. I'll give you an example. Like we, we, we go to the million. We go to the millions of lights uh, deal last night at um, uh, Give Kids the World in Orlando. They like they're not they're a non um, nonprofit that uh, takes care of like habitually mm -hmm. sick kids, gives their parents a free like week of vacation and stuff. Really cool. That's uh, all the parks and stuff. It is an up phenomenal. I've never been there. A phenomenal facility, but. Um, Long story short, like percentage wise, maskers were like two percent. And what's funny is you could see the old people that have haven't really been out. They haven't really been out. And they'd wear their mask to the front and then they look around and they're like, Oh wait, nobody's wearing it. I'll give you an example. This old guy is literally walking into this place with me. And he, he's like looking around and kind of getting beaten. You can tell this guy has not walked out of his home since whatever, because this dude probably habitually watches the news and really thinks 
everyone's going to die and everyone's wearing a mask. And this is in Florida. No one's wearing a mask. There are hundreds, if not thousands of people walking through this. Nobody's wearing a mask. And you see by the maybe the third light display, that mask just disappears all of a sudden. It's weird. It's strange. You know what I mean? Because it's literally sheeple. It's a sheeple mentality. It's like, it's so sad. It's so depressing. But I'm still witnessing. But everybody there, especially in Florida, like, who wears a mask now? Like, it blows my mind. Like, I see these commercials from these big woke entities. They're still rocking masks. And I'm like, okay, this is insanity. But it kind of leads into the point that we're talking about today. Should the RNC be the party of the parents? And, and I've wanted to talk about this for a little bit. I just need a little bit more ammunition and so on and so forth. But here's what's up. I'm going to give a little advice to the Republicans, the feckless, soft, uncourageous Republicans. And I'm not going to give you an ounce of, of, of anything. You're only relevant because Trump showed up. Mm-hmm. Let's get real. Trump showed you how to spank that at that booty. <laughs> I, I corrected myself for it. Trump showed you that they'll call you all kinds of names no matter yep. what. And it doesn't matter. And if you don't leave a rat behind, it means nothing. It means nothing. These idiots called the lieutenant governor of Virginia, the elected lieutenant governor of Virginia, a white supremacist. She's a second generation Jamaican. And her dad came here during civil before civil rights. And she's a military person. You're going to tell me that's white supremacy? Kick rocks. These people told you that you were killing grandma, and grandma never died. Sorry, she's still here. I just saw her at the million lights. I saw her hanging out, eating her popcorn, excited to be on the tram. She's still out there. You know? You you, you told us so many things that were completely bullcrap. And guess what? Trump showed you how to do it. And, and I love my man DeSantis. He was grifty enough and smart enough to say, hey, that mm-hmm. works. We're going to implement that in Florida. And magically, Florida is booming, kicking butt. Everybody wants to move people, here. People you can't buy a house live if you're in Texas are going. Texas is great, but Florida's really got something. My wife was telling me J.P. Sears yeah. was saying that on Instagram. If you know who J.P. Sears is, uh, awake, Awaken who with is J.P. Who that? He's the guy with the long red hair who, like, pretends to be a... Oh, yeah, he's yeah. funny. Dude, that dude's hilarious, yeah. man. <laughs> his videos are great. If you don't, if you haven't seen his videos, make sure you see him. But <clears throat> my point is this, like, think about this. Like, Florida is a... It is, like, the last bastion of freedom. Because, like, listen, I hear about Texas, but guess what? All you California people are moving there. And you're gonna blow it up. You're gonna you're gonna suck it. You're, you're you're gonna make it horrible. They're they're already letting people flood into your country. They're gonna be first time Democratic voters. It'll take them three generations to figure out that it's stupid. But my point is this to the Republicans: if you actually want to win this, okay? Because here's the deal: I I don't have faith in the federal elections anymore. So I, I don't. I really don't. Um, the only way that a Republican's gonna win the presidential election if it's so painfully obvious that 81 million people didn't actually vote for Biden, okay? The way you do that is you completely clean house in 2022. Because you're going to think about this. They're potentially going to win the house back clean, big time, bigly. They're going to have control of the Senate. My boy Herschel Walker is going to be a senator. 
in in Georgia, which would be hilarious, by That's the great. way. Uh, a more, more a Trump gave him his first job in the in the in the pros, USFL. Nice. Just saying, um, you're going to have a big swing there. And then on top of that, there's another fun stat. I think it's only 11 states have Democratic governors right now. Wow. Only 11. That's good. And that's getting worse and worse well, and worse. Because you saw Virginia go yeah. down. Go ahead. Like part of me says, that's but, great. But, but point, then the other part of me is like, oh, but the, yeah, the Republicans are feckless and worthless. And and the, the Republicans and, are still Republicans. Is, we're yes. still talking about government and F government. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And the Republicans are still Republicans. And, and I'm not defending Republicans. I am not. But I'm trying to give them some sage advice here. If you want a winning platform, Virginia showed you how to do it. Okay, it's really simple. You become the party of parents. And let me let me get a little bit deeper in that. Right now, fun stat, fun stat. Uh, 17.8% of children come from nuclear families right now in America. That's let me not that. good. 17.8% of children in America come from nuclear families. That's horrifying. Okay. Now I'm going to play the, uh, how do I play this? Well, I'm going to for, for, for context, for context on, in 1979, it was 40% of American fam households were nuclear families. So in 42 yeah. years, we've dropped what, what's that? 22% in half. Yeah. Yeah. Like think about that. So here's, here's the, okay. So I'm, I'm going to talk out of two sides of my mouth. So you have to forgive me. Mm. Okay. It's horrible. That's a horrible totally. stat. Okay. Horrible stat. That means if your kids play with other kids, let's say your kid hangs out with five other kids. One of those kids actually comes from a nuclear family. One, maybe mm. two. How crazy yeah, is that? It's pretty crazy. That's crazy. That is a crazy, crazy, crazy world, which is super, super sad. Now, here's where I'll, I'll play the positive spin on this. Okay. Coming from a guy who, you know, came from a divorced family. Now, tr truth be told, my parents didn't split up until I was already in college, but my, my, my brother and sister had to deal with this. Okay. Reality of the situation is this. Okay. A bad example can either be positive or negative in anyone's life. Okay. I think that when kids see like, yo, why is, why does my home life suck so bad? And I'm with mom all the time. And again, I'm not dissing moms and it's, it's no quarter, no, no quarter November is gone. So I have to preface this now. So <laughs> nobody's dissing the situation and we don't know all the situations, but I think every single mom would, would pretty much agree to be amazing to have a dad in the house. Just say real dad. Every single dad would say, man, it'd be yeah, I mean, have a real dad. He, he, but even a sucky dad would be better than no dad. Think about Agreed. it. Well, I mean, the statistics show just, that. Just saying. The statistics show that. 100%. Barring, you know, even, real even abuse, emotional or physical, whatever it is, you know, we don't want that. That's bad. All of it. Sure. But sure. the statistics show that, you know, just the pathway to a a well-lived life starts with a mother and a father. 
100%. Now, that being said, I, I think there's going to be a recoil like all things, right? We went super Libby in the 90s and the early 2000s, and now you're seeing the, 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 the hard right is turning back into this game. You know what I mean? You're seeing it. That's why you're seeing a lot of people grift into this world. You're seeing all these Republicans start to act like they're tough fiscal conservatives now. You're not, but, you know, whatever. We'll try to hold your feet to the flame. Yeah, there are tough fiscal actually so conservatives every election year. Every election yeah. year. But it has been But now when the budgets come out. <laughs> but, yeah. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is this. I think that um, there's going to be a rebound. It's like, We're going to see it for a couple generations. We won't see it till we're like grandparents. Um, you're going to see a rebound like big time where people are like, yeah, this, uh, this single mom, single dad BS is just not, well, I'm not raising my kid. We're already you, know I mean? you get PTSD. When I you think there's something. another, there's another side of the, the positive here that where, if we look at it, I I'm willing to bet very strongly that in the 90th percentile, of the nuclear family, the ninetieth, you know, ninety percent plus of the nuclear families in America are centered around two places in the culture: the right and the church. Which is good. 100%. That's good. I agree. Let's outbreed. I agree. Them. Let's go. I agree. You know, outbreed them because because that's the other thing too that was part of that statistic: low birth rates are mm-hmm. insane right now. Yeah, insane. Well, I mean. So I, I, let's, like, let's just, okay, so I worked at, at the family Christian store back when that was a company that existed mm-hmm. and I had a lot of friends and we all love Jesus and I met my wife there and we all love Jesus and say for one or two people, I don't know if the bulk of the people that I worked with and was friends with for years still believe that anymore still love jesus i know some of them that absolutely do not and it saddens me and but but the good thing is is that if you look at their their viewpoints none of them want to have kids and i'm like well at least there's that i'd rather see them in heaven i would i would rather see them in heaven because i love them they're my friends they're you know but i am glad that they're not producing children and filling their head with this evil nonsense that they live by. No, I'd agree. I, I mean, I think, listen, if, if you, my first wish is that everyone come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and savior. I, I think that's number sure. one. That is the, that is the, the answer to all the things that yeah. we're talking about we, here. We, we, um, that go beyond we, politics. We are, we, we're not saying this from a place of, of, you know, we're perfect and and we we've had it figured out since the beginning yeah. because we're like i mean we might as well be angels or something no there but for the grace of god go we amen <laughs> you know yeah we, we we only know the things we know because we've submitted to the person who knows everything who knows how all to the word of god it's the only reason we even have a, a monicum of wisdom in this in this world but and to, to your point. So, um, but the reality is this, I know that the gate's narrow. <laughs> it's going to be real narrow. And I know people are, pagans are going to pagan. People are going to be pagans no matter what. And, and it's fine. If you want to be a pagan, I'm totally cool with it. Just don't have any kids, you know, believe in that made up climate change. 
uh, believe that uh, kids will, you know, slow yeah. you down. You know, keep t- do what Hallmark tells you to do. Wait, keep, so t- keep telling Go yourself ahead. that you know life is about being happy and spreading positivity. Yeah, I mean, listen. And, and, and listen, and I just want you to age out. You know what I mean? I want you, you know, no offense. I want pagan women to hit the wall to the point where they can't have kids anyways. And not have any kids. <laughs> In a couple generations, my kids won't have to deal with that. So it is what it is. But like that being said, it's so cruel. That being said, true. the church does need to step up in the adoption arena. 2.2 million adoptive couples are waiting for kids right now. Waiting. That, that's true. That's true. Waiting. That's true, but but the issue it's is like government getting in the way. Agree, yeah. Uh, what I'm with you a million percent. You, know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't think that you know. I, I'm becoming. I'm starting to think that we don't need government at all. So, I'm with you a million percent. Listen, I, listen, I'm with you. What's your what's your anarchist uh, ring name for wrestling? What is it? I don't. I don't know. I haven't thought. Is it F the Man Stan? Is it F the Man Stan? F society or something like that, you know. If you watched, uh, uh, um, oh, Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot, great show. I need to watch the last season though, Mr. Robot. But um, uh, I'm with you a thousand percent. But there's also a statistic that, like, I think if like one every out of if one in every five families that went to church adopted a ki- adopted like one child. There would be no children that need adoption, you know. Yeah, but it, it, there's there are but two point two million families. There are is, three yeah. parents, dude. There's three. There's three homes for every available adopted child in America oh, right man. now. Three. Because the issue is not the want or the desire. Because I'll guarantee you most of those people that want to adopt are probably followers of Christ. It just yeah. is what it is. My point is this. There is a reason why the government does not want Christian families to mm-hmm. adopt kids. Because those kids figure out who Jesus mm-hmm. is. <laughs> like, it's a concerted effort. Yeah. Like, let's get real. Here's your conspiracy theory reality. That they do not want... The, the people that want to adopt are Christian people, typically. typically yeah. It's not the... It's not the, the 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 gay boy gay boy adoption there's agency few, thing that you think is happening. There's a few of that. There's a few. There is that happening. Sure. Just enough to to um to produce a marketing campaign that makes you think it's happening yeah. all the time. That that's yeah. that's the typical gay household, if you will. Well, it's like it's like the Islamic Muslim uh, girl video gamer. You know, there's like two of them in sure. the world. And they market to that person, you know, just so they're diverse and inclusive, Mm -hmm. you know, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) That gets construed as, as like the, 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 the norm, the mainstream. And it's not, it's not, no, it's not fun statistic. uh, Homosexual men die 20 years earlier than normal straight men. So uh, why? It's a really good house. It must be the systemic uh, homophobia. Systemic. Systemic homophobia. I don't know, man. Uh, talk to the 80s, AIDS. But anyways, my point is this. Like, I think just get Gay bowel disease, really. whatever. Uh, my point is this. I'm sorry? Huh? What? Uh, uh, what? What? Sinful lives uh, destroy you? Yeah, yeah I got you. You what? never heard of that? Oh, uh, uh, What? Gay bowel disease. Huh? Look it up. 
or don't. It's kind of gross. <laughs> oh, bleh. yeah. But my point is, it's like, <laughs> boo. Sorry, boo. sorry about that. Uh, but uh, we just got yeah. banned on YouTube. Um, the misinformation. <laughs> misinformation. Um, no, but l- let's get real. Like, okay, there, there. If the Republicans, the feckless soft Republicans actually want to win elections because that's all they care about is winning elections. Yes. And so and that's the problem. We keep playing the game, but yes. I, I, listen, I understand. I, listen, I understand. The, listen, the game, but here's the deal. The, the, the idea, we'll, yeah. we'll get into that later. That'll, that'll take oh, us yeah, on a rabbit sure. trail. I don't want to go on that rabbit trail. Yep. Stay here. You got to become the party of the parents because here's the thing. You have all these single moms out there that are desperate for daddy government to save them. Let's get real. Daddy government, because there's no daddy at home, so I need daddy government to save us, right? So I have to have great schools for my kids, because my kids aren't going to get a male influence because there's no dad at home, right? I've got to have great schools. Here's the problem. Most of the Democratic-run public schools are dog crap, and they suck. Mm Mm-hmm. It's essentially a kid's penitentiary. Yeah. yeah. And they teach. I mean, think about it. It's all it is. It's a it's a meat grinder. You put your kids in, doesn't matter who they are, what they are, what they think, and you smash them through the system. Then you pump them with a bunch of uh nihilistic uh we take uh, testing uh, seriously and okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. But but the thing is this uh, American schools have nothing to do with reading, writing, and arithmetic. It has everything to do with Critical race theory, nihilism. Uh, you came from a monkey science, and I, I use that word very loosely. Um, you know, that, that, that's what you get taught. And then the, the kids come home, and the parents are like, "What the heck? Why aren't the schools stepping up? And why, why do my why, why does my white kid hate himself? And why does my black kid think he's such a victim? You know, I'm a strong black woman. I I can handle my business. Why in the world does my kid think he, that they're a victim?" Mm-hmm. Strange. Daddy government's not getting it done. And you're right. The Democrats will never get it done because Democrats hate kids. Case in point, they kill 600,000 of them every year in America in abortions. They don't like kids. And they're really pissed that abortion's about to get shot down, which is ironic because the Republicans have no power at all in the House or the Senate or the presidency. But eventually Roe's going to go down, just like Ruth Bader Ginsburg said it would. She she prophesied that that would happen. The the prophet Ruth Bader Ginsburg, okay? Prophesied that this would get shot down because the legislation is so weak and soft. Because, again, this is a state yeah, issue. I mean, the, the thing is, is that it's not, it's not even legislation. It's a court decision. And the court aren't legislators. Yep. No, not at all. But don't worry, they'll be they'll be brave. All those Republicans will be like, yeah, I was anti-abortion the whole time. Well, this gets shot yeah. down. But I was anyways, anti-abortion the whole uh, time. It's a more fake urge. I, but I never did I never challenged anything it. to challenge it. Yeah. Did nothing. Did nothing. Trump did, though. Remember when Trump defunded Yeah, Planned I do America? remember that. Completely? Strange. Hey, remember when Texas did the heartbeat yep. bill? Some people are doing it. Has but Florida done stuff like, on that? Here's like, so, Recently, uh, DeSantis is here's here's the problem. I've heard that DeSantis is kind of soft on when it comes to abortion. He, that's not one of his main things. Um, from inside sources, from people that ran for the Republican Party here in the uh, city of Orlando, 
because um, he's very he's pro-choice. He's a pro-choicer, but DeSantis will grift the way he needs to go if the whole if the country starts moving that way. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Because you're going to have a big upcry, oh, yeah. especially in Florida, because we we ain't about that killing baby life. But uh, anyways, like, back yeah, to my that's point. The thing. I like DeSantis. I like what he's done in Florida, for sure. But we cannot ever take any politician and think that they have scruples. You know, we have no. Even they, if they, they do, and I'm and and and, and like <laughs> there there's probably a few that 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 it would be. You know, it wouldn't be stupid to think that they do have some scruples. But even then, treat them as if they don't. <laughs> True. That, no, I'm with you. But uh, back to what I was talking about before, I think that the, the biggest thing, too, is that people got to realize, like, mama, like, mama stay at home, or not, not mama stay at home, uh, mama single mom that needs the government to, like, step in and be daddy for her family uh, doesn't like it when, you know, that's uh the uh when daddy government messes with her kids they don't like that they especially don't like it when they have people saying that parents don't have a right or say in what is happening with their kids they really or, they, or they're gonna make sense so you know use the power of the fbi to investigate parents who um, might have, be having a problem with school boards and the direction that they're teachings have gone and listen all those stedford wives like chilling in gated communities will come out and they'll actually vote republican because they're like oh geez that's not very good even though i love voting democrat yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually vote the way i'm supposed to vote to take care of my kids because that's that's the thing we have to think about is it, it, we have to become not we because i'm not a republican but the republican party has to become the party of parents they have to have a united front. Like, number one, we're the party of parents in the sense that we don't want people coming across our border that we don't know who are vetted that are going to come into our neighborhoods and kill our kids. Okay? Point to San Francisco. We do not want out-of-control inflation all around America so that our kids never have a chance to own a home. Because right now, that's a big argument. Like, no offense, I know somebody who's moving back to Ohio because he thinks it's going to be cheaper to live in Ohio just based on that alone. Mm. Does that make sense? Now I would advise it, but it is what it is, man. People got to make decisions. They got to do what they got to do. But if you don't think there's a way to own a home, that doesn't give you a whole lot of hope. Yeah. Does that make sense? If your if your kid keeps getting sucked into the college debt game with mm -hmm. colleges that are perpetrated by the pushers that are the Democratic Party when it comes to this crap, you're enslaving your kids, okay? If you've got any type of Jesus in your soul, you're not okay with kids getting killed or murdered in the womb. You're not okay with that. Listen, go to, to communist California or freaking, uh, you know, communist New York and kill your kids. Don't do them here. Not on our blood. Because the, the thing that people forget is there is a punishment for blood, man. There's a punishment on nations. It happens all the time. Okay. And man, I don't want to be around for that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be blamed for that, but you got to think these things through. Like 
if our country is completely bankrupt by the time our kids are grandkids, what did we do? Okay. And the message has got to be that simple. It's like, listen, do you want actual control of your kids schooling? Because guess what? Republicans are all for waivers. We're all for, hey, listen, your, your public school sucks. Go to a charter school. Your public school, your charter school sucks. Here's the money that you would have given to that public school. Go take it to uh, your your whatever private school you want to send them to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like that, that's got to be the platform is we got to protect kids. Okay. Because here's the other thing too is whoop-de-doo saving the environment if our kids can't even afford the electric car they're trying to push on you anyways. They can't afford it. And <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Like we're playing with monopoly money. You can try to save the planet all you want to, which is the dumbest thing that I've, I've ever thought of or have seen the way that they're trying to do it. But you can do all these things, but it's not helping your kids. These same people are trying to push vaccines on you that give your kids myo- myocarditis and try to kill your kids and, and keep your kids from being able to have kids. The messaging has got to be very simple. Like you don't actually care about kids. You don't care about my kids. And even with all these people that are single parents and blah, 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 they still love their kids. They love their kids enough to do what's best for them. And that's got to be the messaging going forward because the Democrats cannot make that stance. At no point can they make the stance that they're for children. They're for special interests with uh, public schools. They're for a bunch of people that you've never heard of that are just unvetted coming into your country Mm -hmm. illegally. They're for for them. They're They're not for you or your kids. They're for pedophiles. They're for more crime. Because you got to think about this. It's crime. Do you want your kids growing up in a bunch of crime-riddled places? Well, guess what? The left is doing that. Left and right. Segregation. I mean, uh, it looks it looks yeah, different, yeah. but they're they're that's what that's what they're advocating for. Yeah, they're... it's what they want. But but that's the game that we're playing. That's the game that they're playing. And the reality is this: no one's calling them to task because let's get real. The Republicans have the only thing the Republicans know how to do now is oh wait, Trump came and saved us. Trump's not coming over the hill every single time. Yeah. He's not. Not going to happen. Smartest thing Trump can do, like, and I'm, I'm starting to land on this a little bit more. It's not even so much that Trump comes out in 2024, because if he does, he's getting my vote. It is what it is. And I think he crush, he's going to crush whoever they put up there, because they're not going to put, they're not putting Kamala up anymore, uh, which is hilarious. How bad is that? How bad do you have to be as a, as a VP with a decrepit old guy knowing that he can't run again? That they won't put you up because you're that crappy. I saw. But I saw. A poll imagine that, Kamala versus Trump. I saw a poll that only 37 percent of Democratic voters want Biden to run again. I know they don't. They don't they, they, because it's yeah. a joke. It's a joke because you, they they were they were duped by Orange Man. Don't worry. And don't they're worry. like, oh, uh, Amazon made a documentary about Mayor Pete Butt stuff, so he'll save the Democratic yeah, Party. Yeah, yeah. Mayor butt stuff, yeah, man. He, he did a really good job with that, uh, with those, uh, with the infrastructure. He did a great job with uh, the uh, uh, logistics going on sure, in America. Sure, sure. But anyways, my point is this: um, is it sure, huh? sure, sure, sure. He did a great job, you know. He's on paternity leave uh, for the kid he couldn't have. He had to adopt. But anyways, my point is this: um, I think that the reality is this. I think that we have to become, we have to be aware of the pulse of the country. And guess what happens when you mess with people's kids, it's, it, all bets are off. 
these guys have been messing with our kids for a very, very long time. And I think that at some point you have to wake up and push that, even though let's get real. I don't believe in the Republican party, but I do believe in pissed off people, pissed off people tend to make decisions and force things to happen that you typically wouldn't see. Let's get real. We don't have the president. We don't have the, 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 we, I keep saying we loosely, sorry. Republicans don't have the presidency. They don't have the house and they don't have the Senate, which were, was told to us by really smart Republicans that would be required to get rid of Roe Ro versus Way, and that thing's about to go away. So it's amazing what happens when get people get pissed. It's amazing what happens. You see a blue state flip red in a weird election year because people got pissed, okay? Um, you're seeing a lot of changes happen. You're seeing the reality show up because – we're figuring out the 81 million was bullcrap. We're figuring out that all the lot, all the, the the promised things that would happen under good old Joe are not happening. Um, people are just seeing the reality; they're waking up to it. And like I said before, I think uh, people are starting to realize that you know politics are like pro wrestling. You know, it's it's all staged and you know it's all fake. But the reality of the situation is, if you can play to the if you can play to parents, parents will make things happen. They will, because you and I will do anything for our girls, okay? Short of killing somebody, if as well, if I had to kill somebody, I would mm. do it for my daughters. Uh, shh, don't tell the police that. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Shh. Um, you do anything for your kids. You would. You would. And that's the messaging that keeps missing. We keep talking about fiscal responsibility, which is very important. Fiscal responsibility is important, but... What's more important is, hey, by the way, do you want your kids to actually be able to own a home in the future? Or do you want them to stay at your home forever? Well, I mean, it's that's up to all, you. That's all you tied together. You know, that's tied to fiscal responsibility. Uh, yeah. But you can't say fiscal responsibility because people go, <laughs> they just do. They just do. No, no, okay, you yeah, suck yeah. at money. If we're talking from a money, branding, marketing perspective, yeah. You're right. It's it's branding. It's branding sure, in reality. Sure. Branding yeah. is important. I agree. Um, you know, if you want to maintain your power, yeah, sorry. you definitely want to uh, brand yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying you got to brand it a little bit, man. If you yeah. want to move the deal, you got to brand it, you know? And and I think that's, uh, it, it, it's interesting. We live in very interesting times and um, I don't know. I, I, I was challenged with this idea the other day. You'll have to challenge me back on this. As we're closing, this is my final thought. Um, I, I've been very into Doug Wilson lately, okay? Very smart guy, very interesting ideas, and so on and so forth, okay? <laughs> what, what are you? Oh, nice. Um, and, and he makes a point. Now, here's the thing. I, eschatology is a very fun sub sure. topic, okay? Especially for Christians. We love saying, like, you pre-mill, all-mill. Post mill, what are you, brother? You know, you know. I and for those who I, don't I always know, tell people I'm a pan. Eschatology mill. is the study of the the study end of times, you know, and the prophecies yeah. and whatnot. You, you and you know how I am with these debates. I always try to stick to the middle, so I say that I'm a pan, a pan millennial. millennial. It'll all pan out at the end. Uh, <laughs> that's my stance. It's like Armenianism and Calvinism. I'm like. I'm a Calvinist light. So whatever is in between, whatever that, whatever that is, uh, just kidding. But um, I, I think that's called what the Bible says. So, yeah, 
<laughs> no, I'm not starting that fire. I'm not ringing that fire out right now. But um, it is. he makes Doug, – Doug Wilson is um, – he makes some very interesting points, and he's a post he's a post mill guy. I'm not a post mill person. Again, I'm a pan millennial. It'll pan out. I, I think that we know as much about the end times as the people did in Babylon when Isaiah was prophesying about the Messiah. Like it was all there, but nobody could put it together. God perfectly puts everything together. But he always makes a point that in the post millennial the, the post millennial view is that the world is actually getting better, and we're progressing towards the point where Christ comes back. And he makes a point and he always says that we are, we are, uh, uh, we're advancing to the rear. <laughs> we're advancing to the rear. Hmm. And, and, and I was challenged by that idea and I was like, okay, that's an interesting thought process because, you know, coming from the, the Baptist background that I have, you know, we, most, most Baptists hold that premillennial thought process. Jesus, you know, it's all going to get really crappy before Jesus mm-hmm. comes back, which Again, I'm a pan millennial. I see, I see both sides. I'm just like Jesus, come as soon as you can. <laughs> okay, that's where I stand, right? But it, it's a very interesting idea that you you are advancing to the rear, and what that means is it's almost like a threshing of of, of things happening. And, and what I see is this: is when I see that there's no Republican power. Okay, so the, the Republicans can't take it; they can't take credit. If Roe v. Wade goes down in the next in this summer, I like, think about that. If Roe v. Wade goes down, they'll try, but they didn't do anything. No. They didn't do anything about it. Like nothing. There was no legislative okay. act nothing. action that that made that happen. No, no, they they did nothing. They did nothing, and and it's almost like God well, always you know, does oh, that because well, you got to think about this, right? They might like, have done something. They confirmed Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett, so. No, they didn't. Trump did. Well, Trump nominated them. They confirmed them. Oh, okay, gotcha. But the wrecking ball made it happen. Because if the wrecking ball wasn't there, it would have been a Hillary Clinton uh, appointee, or sorry, George Soros. I digress. Appointee. But my point is this: like, think about how God works. Like, He brings in this wrecking ball mm-hmm. that is Trump. For all for all counts, as a godless sob. Now you know I've heard really good stories. You know we we heard a couple good stories uh, from our deacon. You know on uh, Sunday, which was oh, I thought was pretty cool. Sure. Which we got to get him on the show. I think it'd be yeah. hilarious. Um, I think it'd be awesome. I, 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 we did that. We just that old old time, old time uh, Presbyterian thought process. Presbyterian slash Pentecostal, which blows my love, mind. Love those uh, background of his on here. Well, I've never heard of a Presbyterian before, ever. He's the only one I've met that's like that, which is funny, but we'll have to get him on the show. He's, but, he um, said he's a Presbyterian Pentecostal? Well, here's... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Presbyterian yeah, yeah. Basically, the whole Bible. Uh, <laughs> all of it. Um, but um, it, it's an interesting idea because... The Republicans can't take credit for this because you can think about this. Everybody thought Trump was going to be a train wreck. And the guy who was the train wreck was one of the best presidents we've ever had. And the guy who was supposed to be the smart, bring everybody back, the experienced politician looks like dog trash right now. hundred percent. Nothing of his stuff works. 
it, it all is bad. So, well, and, and, and God does this all the time. An experienced politician only means that he spent decades lying, getting elected, and again. doing nothing of significance. Yeah, true. But my point is this: it, God always flips it the other way, right? Every religion tells you that you can do something to get saved. Following Christ says there's nothing you can do. You you do nothing. There's nothing you can do to save yourself. Mm-hmm. Nothing. If everything that is given to you is by the grace of God. Your salvation, you can't do anything about it. Jesus had to do everything for you. Completely different. Every religion with their whatever figure is some amazing, powerful king. And we do serve amazing, powerful king. But he came in a freaking manger, <laughs> in a feeding trough, at the lowest of the low. Surrounded and now by shepherds. exalted above all things. You know, not the royal yeah. court. Right? No, yeah. And, and that's what's amazing. is like all through the Bible, David is the second youngest of 12 brothers. He's the one that becomes king. Right? All the things that we think are supposed to make sense get flipped in every other establishment. The firstborn is the one that rules over everybody else. Not in the Bible. It's like always the second guy that always wins. So I'm glad I'm not a firstborn in the old Testament. I'm just going to say that I love being a firstborn now in 2021, not in the old Testament. Mm -hmm. Right. But God flips it every single time. One of the like first three judges was a woman just to throw it all off, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, (laughs) look her up, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this whole thing out. The first convert in in um, what's now would be Asia um, was Lydia, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's crazy. Like God just flips so the first, all of it. The God first eyewitnesses the, the most, to the resurrection, God. women. Yeah, I, I mean, just it's insane, right? The guy who was trying to kill off all the Christians becomes the catalyst. For what we know about Christianity yeah. today, especially for all us Gentiles, mm-hmm. us non-Jews, right? Well, so we're here's, seeing here's, it happen here's in the front thing. of us. Seeing, here's oh. the other beauty of that, okay? So Paul is one of the most learned Jews in in Israel, right? One of the most learned yep. Jews. Jew of Jews. He gets sent out to the Greeks and whatnot who... I'm sure have a very low opinion of the Jews, right? Very so, low. A learned Jew to the Greeks is going to be exactly bubkis, you know? And then he sends, then he takes Peter, a fisherman, and sends them to the Jews, who are going to yeah. have zero respect for a fisherman. What does this guy know? We have rabbis who've spent their whole lives studying the Torah and whatnot. But now this fisherman's going to tell me about who the Messiah is? That's how God works. He confounds the wise, you know, and lays low and, the proud. And, and I think that's why. And I think that's why this freaky deaky Presbyterian post millennial. SOB, just kidding, is that SOB? I love the guy. 
is is making me rethink about things because you you think about how there's no there's no momentum there there's no reason why Roe is going to get destroyed from a political standpoint. But if it goes down in summer, if it goes down, this is before the election, because the Democrats are going to let this happen before the election, hoping that this thing will save their election. But think about the implications of that getting shot down in America. And there is nothing behind it other than God. Mm. <laughs> I think about that. So it's almost you're advancing to the rear. We we think we are losing. We lost the we lost the election, mm -hmm. the Trump election, you know. And and it was almost a good thing. It's like the idol of Trump got torn down, just like the idol of public schools got torn down, just like the idol of big Eva churches got shot down. All these idols keep falling to the point where like Joel Osteen is getting money found in his church, lining the walls of his church. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the, the big idols are getting crushed before God, mm -hmm. you know, they're bowing down. The Philistine God is, or is getting smashed before the ark, right before us. And it's really interesting to watch. So I think that I'm very curious to see what happens this election cycle to see what's going on, because I, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know, God is just going to bless America forever and ever and ever and ever. But I think that there's such a remnant of people who still believe in Christ, that still love Christ, that still follow Christ in our country disproportionate to like the rest of the world that there are things that God's just moving and doing in the right, in the right way. And, you know, I can, I can kind of see it, even though we've got a, a complete and total senile puppet as our, our president, it's almost working out to our favor. I talked about it on the show the other day. I think this is the setup for the Kingmaker that is Trump that will write the right side, the <laughs> right, the direction of America, not necessarily the Republican party, but the direction of America. To the point where you're seeing like Democrats are are not Democrats anymore. They're like, yeah, we're flipping Republican or, or independent because they don't want to go with this madness anymore. And I think they're, we're seeing an advance to the rear where it looks like things are falling apart, but they're really getting put together in the right way. So I'm, that's my hope. That's my hopium mm -hmm. for the night. You know, that's my hopium for what's going on. But at the end of the day, it's really it's not even about hopium. It's truth that Christ is in control. He's going to take control of all this and we don't have to worry about anything, you know, and um, but it, it's really cool to see what's happening around here. It, it's interesting to see states like Virginia flip and Rover versus way start to, to, to fall apart. And you're seeing media control getting smashed. You're, you're seeing the Titans of CNN falling. You're seeing Cuomo disappearing and you're seeing uh, with the, the, the gay black guy get accused of uh, sexual harassment, which is really cute after, uh, he just railed against uh, that with Donald Trump. That never happened. Um, it, it's funny watching all this stuff crumble in front of us. You know what I mean? So I'm enjoying the disaster. I'm enjoying watching it and laughing <laughs> because uh, what is it? In Psalms, Psalms, uh, God, God laughs and mocks those who, uh, who plan against him. So I'm, I'm interested to see what happens here. <laughs> I'm going Old Testament on yeah, you tonight. Sure. <laughs> What's your um, final thought? About? My final thought is no matter what happens for good or for ill, we must stay vigilant. Almost more so when it's good. Because True. falling asleep and thinking that the good times are just gonna last forever and that, you know, the evil will always be defeated is what got us in this mess in the first place. So if we learn anything 
that don't go to sleep on the government. You know? If you if you're an anarchist, a a minarchist, a libertarian, a conservative, a conservatarian, whatever you are on the spectrum of the right. And I don't mean the alt right because Reform they're not Democrats. We'll take you to. What's that? Reform Democrats yeah. will take you to. We know you're coming even, over to. Even uh, um, actual no, liberals. The, uh, Actual Classical liberals, liberals um, what independence, independence will include you too. All right, don't sleep on the government. They want you to go to sleep so that they can do what they do best: enrich themselves and empower themselves. And that's the cause of all our problems. I mean, not all our problems, bro. That's the bottom. The other, and the other, the other, <laughs> no. the other thing that goes along with this is that God, no matter what happens, for good or for ill, God is still in control. And so, you know, being vigilant doesn't mean taking control necessarily. That it doesn't mean trying to will. You know. trying to will things into existence or whatever, you know, that's, that's the realm of God, right? We just have our part to play in fighting the good fight. I think it's just a difference of the heart. That's a position of the heart. Ah, the strong one. Paying his uh, voluntary taxes. The king himself even paying, I pay taxes. Paying taxes voluntarily to support the show. Because <laughs> that's how much I love the show, bro. That's how I do much it too. I, I just don't do it. I just I can't show. do it on air because of various reasons. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, bro. It's been a fun night, man. A good conversation. Thanks for letting me. Yeah, man. Thanks for letting us talk, man. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I love how much the show is like, we're twisting and turning and it's funny, like listening to our first shows versus now. And you know, we've grown a lot, bro. You've become a super anarchist, Not super, you know, I, 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 I like I, I said it a million times. You know, I'm, I've, you know, I'm, um, I'm not there a hundred percent, but, uh, but they, but, but they, but you, you, they, yeah, they got me thinking. You're going up that roller coaster. And what's interesting <laughs> is like, What's in, what's what's interesting? What I've noticed for you know my anarchist brethren out there who might be wondering why nobody's listening to you. Um, there's people that I followed that are, you know, that you know are anarchist and I you know and, and they post memes and stuff and all of them are arrogant memes. Like the the, all, the uh, basically all these people can say is how dumb you statists are. You know, oh, you, oh, you want you, you're a republic. Oh, you want uh, limited government, whatever statist. You know, and it's like that doesn't make me want to agree with you in any way, shape, or form. And word to the wise: ninety percent of those cats wouldn't be able to defend themselves if they had yeah. to. Just being real, it's it's 
It's like the chihuahua behind the fence. They bark yeah. real, real loud until the fence. And goes so, away. like, and so, <laughs> the the arrogant attitude turned me off immediately. I was like, I'm not a statist because I think that you know there's some measure of government that might be necessary. How about you treat me with kindness and argue against me with an actual argument, not just a name call, you douche. Then I found some people who actually <laughs> did that, and the arguments were pretty dang good. And so <laughs> I stopped following the ignorant a-holes, and, um, and so now I'm, you know, I'm exploring the topic, let's say. You're exploring. I'm exploring. Uh, I'm finding myself. That's where babies come from. That's where babies come from, bro. Beautiful anarchist <laughs> babies. All right, dude. Send, send us home, bro. Right, send well, us home. On man. that note, you've been watching Plausible <laughs> Foolishness, the home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Ooh. right here on twitch.tv slash Plausible Foolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, Rumble, anywhere you can get a podcast, Instagram, and Minds.com. God bless. Peace out.